Hey, 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 Brandon Beliso here. You're living your best life. It is mindful meditations. And I get to sit with people in real time. And we get to focus on our intentions. The first intention is to be present. The present is called the present because it's truly a gift. But we have to be mindful. It's easier to live in the past or project into the future because there's no accountability. Does that make sense? If I live in the past, I'm reliving a memory. I can't physically be there to cause it. You know, have any kind of effect on it. So people often live there, but it causes great sadness or depression because there might be things throughout their life they want to get back. If it's something joyful, there's no way they can repeat that again because right? it's gone. Or if it's something they did wrong and they want to change it, there's nothing they can do about that because it's gone. So that's why Lhotse said, if you lived in the past, you're depressed. The yin to the yang of that is living in the future. And the future creates anxiety because there's the unknown, right? Who knows? I'll be 60 in January. How many more years do I have to live? I don't know. I used to think you had to get old to die. But we see people die at so many different ages. That could create a lot of anxiety, right? So it is in our best interest if we truly want to live our best life to be present in this moment right here this one word this one breath and that's where one came from right the name of my school one martial arts one right everything's one and in one the yin to the yen of the one is infinity it's infinite so if you can live in one breath then you're living in infinity so when you talk about being present present isn't really a time Somebody once had that discussion with me. Well, there's the past and there's the future. Those are measures of time and then you have the present. I says, well, no, they're not because the past doesn't exist. You can't measure it anymore. Neither does the future. So the present by itself is simply being, as we've said so many times. The second part of this intention is admitting our shortcomings and growing from them. I think admitting is, is just being humble every day. And if I wake up every day with a learning mindset, then I'll always be on the side of humility. And I won't need to admit my shortcoming because I'm aware of my shortcoming and I'm learning to work with them because I want to be a better version of myself, right? So admitting your shortcoming is not so much as raising your hand and going, hey, I admit it, right? These are the things that I'm challenged with and I need to work on versus every day acknowledging I can be a better version of myself and then make that part of your lifestyle your system whether it's eating healthy exercising journaling right you, you make it a consistent habit and that's really how we live with our shortcomings and, and work through them and change them cool and then the last intention i want to add to the mix i was thinking about it today with everything going on in the world right with the delta variants and stuff and and the mask mandate and everything and I found myself saying a lot, resilience, right? More than ever, I need to be resilient through this. Being a small business owner and everything else, I need to be resilient. And when I looked up re, re is the Latin word for again and again. And of course, resilience or silence, if you look at the spelling of it, re-silence, it's asking you again to be silent. I can moan and complain about the situation, but it's not going to make me feel better. In my silence, I can meditate and become stronger through it and ask myself, if it doesn't happen to me, it's happening for me, what can I learn from this? Cool? So let's carry all of that into meditation tonight. 
Link up your hands this way. Fingers, knuckles, and line on top of knuckles. Bring them below your belly button, three inches. The sides of your hands up against your chi or your key. Close your eyes, look them into your eyelids in the middle and reach above. That is your third eye or your intuition. Often symbolized by that red dot we see on the foreheads of people in Hindu cultures. Give your breath a color and bring that breath into your nose. See the color go down your throat into your chest. Please swallow it, push it down into the palms of your hands, into your chin. Feel it spiraling, igniting, oscillating, getting bigger and bigger. And when you can't hold your breath anymore, you exhale through your eyelids and the crown of your head. Visualize your breath now like water in a fountain overflowing. Let that water encapsulate your body, creating your aura. And your aura is very special because it's the energy you put out into the world and it's also what you attract to yourself. So if we cultivate a healthy, strong, positive, rich aura, we will reap the benefits of that. So be mindful of your breath and create your aura. See that aura radiate out into the world, kind of like how we see the edges of a light on a dark night, right? Just the edges, that dissipating color of light from a lantern or flashlight. so it doesn't go haywire. We ground. Grounding is important. Why? I like the feeling of balance when everything's unbalanced. I like the feeling of calm when everything's chaotic around me. So by grounding myself, I feel that anchor. And it allows me to be that ship in a storm where on top it's being tossed and turned, but underneath the anchor goes all the way down and it's anchored so the boat doesn't crash or flip over. So visualize from your tailbone, the roots of a tree going deep in the earth. I like to wrap it around the coral, the roots 
that's wrapping around the core, the power of the core. And I want you to visualize that color, right? That orangey, bright, glowing magma. It's coming up the roots of the tree, coming into your spine, on all your nerves, igniting you, cleansing you, making you feel alive, grounding you with its energy. often here is heaven, nirvana, bless, right? And in the words of the Go-Go's, heaven right here on earth, you can have that. But bring those intentions down from your place. A wish, an idea, a dream, a vision, everything starts that way. Whenever I bring down my intentions, I pass them to my third eye. My intuition will tell me, do I need this or do I want this? Right? Wants cause me a lot of chaos. Needs, in the most simplest way, I am fulfilled. I need air. necessity and need versus I want a bigger house. If my intuition digs it, says, you know what? This is a need. Then I let it sit in my heart because it takes passion to want to pursue a dream cultivate an idea. So if it makes it through your heart, then it gets to sit in your chi. Because it takes your personal energy, your personal power. You're the one who's got to get up and make it happen. So if it makes it to your chi, then fill that idea with your energy, with your fuel. And that's how you bring an idea to fruition. Because up in that space, past the sky, past the clouds, past the stars, past space. That space, there's no judgment, there's no fear, there's nobody's opinion. It's simply your pure idea. And it's pretty cool. So I want you to live up there for a minute. Because we know how it is when you have an idea, you bring it, you tell your friends, or you tell your family, first thing they do, they rip it to shreds. Because a lot of people live here in this physical earth, this plane, and it is filled with a lot of fear and doubt. But happiness doesn't live in doubt, happiness lives in love. Be in love through the doubt, be in love through the fear. That's what helps us live our best life and find that balance. So be mindful of your breath and bring down those intentions.
definitely one of my favorite out of the three. Is to cultivate a heart of gratitude. Gratitude for me is one of the highest forms of love. I'm grateful that I woke up today. I'm grateful that I was able to make a difference in people's lives. I'm grateful that I got to play baseball in the backyard with my son when I got home tonight. I'm grateful that I'm with you now. I'm grateful for the cup of tea I'm drinking. I'm grateful for my bum knee as I, she tells me I have a leg. Gratitude is all-encompassing. And if we learn to be grateful for what we do have versus what we don't have, then we don't find that mindset of keeping up with the Joneses, right? Oh, they got that. I got to buy one. Oh, they got that. I got to buy a better one. And a lot of people choose to live that way. And that's fine. But I believe for me and my understanding of Eastern philosophy and spirituality, it is not rooted in materialism or outdoing somebody. It's truly rooted in service. So as you fill your heart with gratitude, I believe the things I'm most grateful for is the things I serve, the people I serve, you. I'm grateful for you right now. So breathe in mindfully. I'm breathing and as you breathe out, create your gratitude list. yourself sitting here with your aura radiating out into the world, right? Your personal armor. I dig my aura because it's always got my back. You know, it intuitively tells me to turn left when I should instead of turning right. It tells me when to cross over to the other side of the street. It tells me when not to. It's very cool, but you've got to cultivate your aura because it works the yin to the yang. Your aura goes inward. And it does, it lights up your fears and your doubts and your procrastination, everything. And second, feeling grounded. You know, I often use the image of the yoga tree, the roots in the earth, the branches into the heavens. That yin yang creates a lot of balance. So finding ways to ground yourself, whether it's music, martial arts, massage, meditation, reflection. Find what works for you and be grounded. And then last, definitely, but not least, is gratitude. Gratitude is so important. And the saying, be grateful for what you do have versus what you don't have. That's the yin to the yang of being needy and greedy. And when someone's very needy, they're greedy because they're unbalanced. And 
you just can't fulfill that need. There always need more and need more. And we function that way as human beings. So to practice gratitude, I don't look at my cup as being half full or empty. I'm so grateful I have a well sitting over there that constantly can replenish my pitcher so I can fill that cup. And gratitude is that mindset that cultivates that. And that's why I believe the aura work is important as well. You hear that, you know, they, they light up the room when they walk into the room. They just light it up. And that's just their aura projecting outward. And you can do the same thing. So visualize that. even more and just you know whatever the world the universe god whatever works for you that sense of faith just to welcome i'll take it as it comes right sometimes just just saying i'm cool with it and if we can do that especially with the things we're going through today then it allows us to still maintain balance and peace and serenity all things that we deserve right all things that we greatly deserve So as you breathe in, breathe that in. Breathe in, mindfully say and breathe out. And as you breathe out, I am deserving. Breathe in, mindfully say I'm breathing. As you breathe out, I am deserving. Because if I truly believe that I'm deserving, then I will practice what it takes to be present. I will be always working on my shortcomings. So there's no no need to admit my shortcomings. And I don't want to grow from them. I want to grow with them, right? So I often like to look at statements and dissect them, bisect them, admitting our shortcomings and growing from them. Sometimes our shortcomings are our greatest assets because they keep us humble and they keep us hungry and they keep us striving on a path to be a better version.
admitting our shortcomings and growing from them. I love to grow. Growing is a gift. And I have a saying that the more I grow, the less I know. Nice little nursery rhyme there. The more I grow, the less I know. Often when we grow, we get a little big for our britches there. And we think we know more than everybody else. So we want that to be acknowledged. Our ego takes over. So I practice that the more I grow, the less I know. And that keeps the yin to the yang always open to learning, bettering oneself. And I believe that's why we were created imperfect. So we have something to do, right? <laughs> something to do. See the color of your breath come into your nose, down your throat, into your chest, deep into your belly constantly, feeding your fire, as they say. You got a fire in your belly. You've heard that cliche. They're all metaphors for your chi or your key. Tap into it. Let your breath sit there and spiral and ignite and illuminate, oscillate, get bigger and bigger, bigger, bigger. When you can't hold your breath anymore, as you exhale, again, reinforce your aura. share in the chat 
takes a lot of practice to stay present. But I would say I'm more present often than not. And it gives me a lot of peace and serenity. And that's why I, I share it with people and practice it with people. I love being in my aura cocoon. So do I. You know, it's a personal armor. And it's cool. It's that sixth sense, right? It's when you're walking down the street, you feel somebody behind you. Boom, you look, they're there, right? A gut instinct, that's part of your aura. And all of that cultivates it. But the thing is that aura is like a double-edged sword, just like yin and yang. I mean, any strong Eastern philosophy will tell you that they practice yin, yang. You got to believe if there's good, there's bad. And everybody good is capable of doing bad. And everybody bad is capable of doing good. And if I'm balanced, I'll lean more towards right action, good choices more often than not. That's it, right? So that's really a gift. Your aura is a gift. It takes a lot of courage to stay present. Oh, there you go. A lot of vulnerability takes place in the present moment. It does, right? It does. Because if I don't want to be me, living in the present moment is not a good day. But living in the present moment can only be achieved when I'm in that place is to be humble. Get, get, get humble, right? Get humble. And if you can't get humble, then you live in the past or you project into the future. Because often it's easier for people, as painful as that, that is, you know, people choose to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, it makes absolute sense. Mm -hmm. Anything else you want to add? Before we wrap this up. Yeah, it's very cool. I love this space and I love being in it with you. So I am Brandon Beliso. Thank you everybody for being here tonight. Uh, this is Mindful Meditations. Until we talk again, what are you going to go out there and do? Live your best life. <laughs>